the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1570 KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Didn't take long for Democrats to disrupt this morning's confirmation hearing for Supreme Court nominee Judge Brett Kavanaugh. At the outset of the hearing, they complained of a lack of time to review documents, pushing for a delay in the proceedings, and then hecklers in the audience jumped in. So. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley saying there's been more than enough time to review paperwork relating to the nominee. And right now that hearing on Capitol Hill is proceeding. Feeding off the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico, Tropical Storm Gordon building strength as it moves toward landfall along the northern Gulf Coast. Landfall expected late tonight or early tomorrow morning could come ashore as a Category 1 hurricane. Wall Street, the Dow down 146 points, the NASDAQ Composite Index off 55. This is SRN News. What does wellness mean to you? Is it organic, fresh, or grass-fed? Is wellness strength training or flexibility? Is it aging well, work-life balance, quality health care? The word wellness is broad and subjective. Our goal at Wellness Radio 1570 is to simplify these sometimes complex topics to bring you a fun and informational radio station. We are Wellness Radio 1570, helping you to reach your personal goals. Find us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. More from Like It Matters Radio coming up next on Wellness 1570 just after 9 o'clock. A good Tuesday to you. Showers, thunderstorms possible today and tonight and tomorrow. And they'll kind of just continue the whole week. Mid-70s is where we're reaching today. Mid-60s overnight in the mid-70s the rest of the week as well. Online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Click on podcasts, find archived versions of all your favorite programs. We're off to the races, the governor's race anyway. What wrecks might we see at the national level? And who will take the victory lap here in Minnesota? Join our conservative pit crew of Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at our Battleground Talkers Tour. Crew Chief Ed Morrissey from HotAir.com will guide the conversation about the final lap of the midterms and what's shaping the future of conservatism. Fire up your engines and join AM 1280 The Patriot on Thursday, October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. Tickets start at only $20. Get yours today at am1280thepatriot.com. Special VIP dinner tickets to sit with Medved, Elder, and Prager are available for a limited time. So bring a friend and hop in because there are only a few laps until the checkered flag. We'll see you October 25th. The Battleground Talkers Tour, brought to you by AM1280, The Patriot. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a, a neurologist is to evaluate as precisely as possible the cause 
The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. Individuals calling the office are often concerned with what plans we participate with. I have elected to abandon participation in all network plans. The reason is that it gives me liberty to provide our patients what they need, not what the insurance company tells me I'm allowed to provide. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not really interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, today we're going deep. Today's topic is the way you live your life is the way you'll be remembered. You know, if you turned on your TV set over the last week or last weekend, you saw uh, that we were eulogizing two icons uh, in American history. You had Aretha Franklin uh, and you had John McCain. And boy, I'm going to tell you, uh, we're going to talk this whole show about uh, the way you live your life because that is how you'll be remembered. But you know, there was a book I read years ago called Tuesdays with Maury. Tuesdays with Maury, supposedly a true story written by Mitch Album. Uh, if you don't know the story, Oprah Winfrey did something uh, on it, a show on it a while back. But it was a simple little book, simple reading. Highly recommend you get it. If you don't know the story, um, uh, Mitch Album was out of work. Uh, the, uh, the Cubs were on strike. We had the, the baseball strike. And uh, one of his favorite teachers, uh, Maury, came down with Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, and he was dying rapidly. And Maury and Lou uh, have uh, one last class. Uh, I'm sorry, Maury and Mitch have one last class, a class about living uh, and a class about dying. Uh, it's a very touching story, and uh, uh, Maury dies in the story. It's just really, really touching story. But in there, there's a, there's a sentence uh, that I remember, a line in the book. And it says, when you learn how to die, you learn how to live. When you learn how to die, you learn how to live. 
And I'm going to suggest that a lot of people have that uh, bass backwards, that people are so afraid to live that they're already dead. That so many people are living by fear, trepidation. They're they're carrying their chains of pains from their past. There's so much misery, so much bitterness, so much regret, uh, so much resistance. You'll see it all over. There's uh, half of this country that's called the resistance. There are three R's to survival, regret, resentment, and resistance, and, and the bitterness. And, and, and the line in that book that is so powerful, when you learn how to die, you learn how to live. And I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but one of the concepts about being under construction is continual improvement. It's continual improvement. It's learning how to grow more and more each and every day. And technically, when you learn how to become who you are and what you're put here to be, you should get better, not bitter. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to really go into the way you live your life is the way you'll be remembered. And to get us in the mood, I got a little song for you in the break. on the life of our good friend, this team member, spouse, parent, servant of God. The Bible says everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to live and a time to die. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today pray that what he was to us and what he wished for others will someday come to pass for all the world. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Three engines now at 104%. Challenger, go with throttle up. Challenger, go with throttle up. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Uh, two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. You don't even know 
At a gathering of family and friends, he spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago, had been. In a box at the front of the room, there his friend does rest his final bed. Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. The space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Planes crash, people die in the wink of an eye. It's a fact of life. Still time to set things right in the dash of your life. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to define. The width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions were hashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash. Planes crash, people die in the wink of an eye. It's a fact of life. Still time to get things right in the dash of your life. What time did you give to the ones that you love? Should have done this, should have done that, ain't good enough. What a great day. In the dash of your life Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich. Leadership Awakening is a very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ. 
and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening. To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's likeitmatters.net slash events. Hey, Premier Pool and Spa's having a truckload sale that will save you thousands on your next spa. Hey, take off. Everyone says that. I think I'll just wait and get mine at the fair. Eh? Well, if you want to pay all that overhead for the tubs at the fair, you'll go right ahead. I've been watching the prices for the Arctic Spa, and I can tell you that right now I can get the largest selection and the biggest discounts. So when I go to the fair, I can concentrate on something else, like oh, the food. Yeah, like the corn dogs and the mini donuts, oh, and anything on a stick. You can also talk to the people at Premier Pool and Spa, who will all be here after the fair is long gone. And you don't have to feel so rushed. Uh, yeah, so maybe the fair is not the best place to buy. Premier Pool and Spa, hey, they have the tubs right there at their showroom, huh? They have a full showroom with lots to choose from and more in the back and more on the way. Stop, stop by today. Visit Premier Pool and Chan Asset today. Premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? When are they going to get moose on a stick? If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters' Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, we are talking about the way you live your life is the way you'll be remembered. Why? What brought this up? You know, over the weekend, we uh, I attempted to turn on the TV, the news a couple of times. I got right off because... Uh, uh, John McCain was being utilized all week long, uh, and then Aretha Franklin as well. And uh, although John McCain was utilized all week long and he had three or four funerals, um, Aretha Franklin had an eight-hour funeral. Um, and I don't know, but I wonder how long Billy Graham's funeral was. I wonder how long Jesus Christ's funeral was. But Aretha Franklin had an eight-hour uh, eulogy uh, funeral. It's just interesting. And you know... Each and every one of us is going to take our last breath on this earth. And each and every one of us is going to find out uh, whether there is a God or not uh, and whether the Bible is true. So uh, it's an ending that every single human being uh, comes to. 
And it was this thought in mind that I wrote the following words. And if you listen to the song that I played earlier, it's my spoken words in the middle of it. It's called The Dash of Your Life. It says, I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago had been. In a box at the front of the room, his friend does lay his final bed. Tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom. And this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. The space between our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. The width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions rehashed. It's okay to be proud of things they say about how you spent your dash. And it really is an exchange of time and money. You know, we all mortgage our lives. It's called a job, a career, a purpose. And that's why time is this, I, you hear me say it all the time, is this irreplaceable commodity. Time is one of those rarest, most precious commodities there is because each of us have a fixed amount. None of us know how much that time is preordained, preset. God does. God knows the beginning and end. He is the Alpha and Omega. But none of us know. That's why one of my saying is the time is now. The only time that we have is now. Whenever anybody in my classroom asks what time it is, I'll say, staff, the time is now. And there'll be a long pause, and my staff will then chime in, the time is now, long pause, and then straight state the chronological time on their watch. But you got to know the time of truth. It's a poem by Linda Ori. The time is now. Let change begin. Blend heaven and earth in an endless spin. Wherever you're going, wherever you've been, now change your direction and travel within. The time is now to take a good look, examine your life and the roads that you took. From cover to cover, you've written your book. Did you swim in the river or sleep by the brook? The time is now. Get your head on straight. No more indecision to love or to hate. Since you are the author, don't blame it on fate. Take control of your future before it's too late. And that's the key. None of us know how much time we have on this planet unless you're going to take your own life. You know, I'll never forget when I moved to uh, Texas. It was early on, so it had to have been uh, somewhere around like 2005, 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. And I was uh, sitting on a freeway here in Texas, and boy, that was not where I wanted to be. See, I, I used to live in Las Vegas, and the, the, the roads, the freeways were terrible in Vegas. They did not plan properly. They did not properly prepare for the mass city that it was going to become. And one thing I always loved about Texas is there's more than one way to get to every place in Texas. I mean, they designed it well. You can get off, uh, you can get off on one freeway, go a few roads and get on a, a parallel freeway or a perpendicular freeway. And once you understand the system, it's pretty cool. So here I am, I just moved to Texas, and I'm sitting on a freeway, and I cannot move. I, mean, I remember I was only going a couple miles, and it took me like over an hour. 
to get a couple miles. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I just moved away from all this terrible traffic and moved to Dallas-Fort Worth, and now the traffic's just as bad. Uh, and so I talked to my best friend at the time, Brett Wassel, and I said, well, dude, well, is this like this all the time? He said, no. Something had to have been going on, so you should check the news. And so I did. I checked the news. And I, I don't know the guy's name, and purposely I don't want to know the guy's name, and I'll tell you why at the end. But there was this local um, radio personality. He'd gotten off around lunchtime, and uh, he called his wife and said, Honey, I'm coming home. Uh, let's have lunch or something. So uh, got off the phone, and he was driving behind a, um, a flatbed uh, semi-truck. And on that flatbed semi-truck was a forklift. And uh, I don't know all the details, but it was sitting too high. It wasn't tied down properly. There was a lot of flaws, a lot of problems with how this um, forklift was situated on the back of this flatbed truck. And so this uh, semi-truck is going down the freeway, you know, 75, 80 miles an hour, whatever the speed limit was. It hits uh, the overpass. And because it's not tied down properly, because it's sitting too high, that overpass, the structure, hits that forklift and catapults the forklift. And that forklift squashes that guy in the car behind it. Supposedly killed instantly. Now, I know it sounds funny. And I don't want it to sound funny, but it does. But how many times have you ever heard about somebody that was killed by a flying forklift? See, if we're willing to learn, there are lessons all around us. That told me something. When it's time to go, it's time to go. And you know, I told you before, I, I, I didn't know anything about this guy. I don't know the guy's name. I don't want to know the guy's name. And here's why. I know very little about how that man lived his life. I don't even know who the guy was. But do you know what I do know? I do know the way he died. And here's the point. Are you living your life in such a way that you will be remembered for how you die versus for how you live? See, when you live your life like it matters, the way you die and the way you live could have equal importance, but the way you live usually has more. The one exception, that would be Jesus Christ. You know? He lived his life in a way that showed us he was the way, but he also died in a way that gave salvation to the masses, that allowed a, a, a sinful man, an unholy man, to spend eternity with a holy God. Outside of that, we should live our lives in such a way that we are remembered by the way we lived our lives, not by the way we died. I mean, how about Dr. King? Yeah, we know how Dr. King was gunned down. It's a shame he was murdered. But you know what we know far more about? How Dr. King lived. Because Dr. King was an awesome individual. He was a man of God. That's what separated him from so many today in the civil rights movement. He was a man of God. He lived what he believed. He, he lived the word of God. He forgave he was humble. That's how John McCain. John McCain died from brain cancer. But boy, we realize that John McCain, what we remember is, is the time that in service, the time that he was a prisoner of war for, I think, six years he was a prisoner of war. 
and how that defined him and how that moment in time defined him for the rest of his life. And outside the last few years, John McCain lived a, a noble life, a life of hope and a life of making a difference. Last few years, he got pretty bitter. But outside of that, I mean, Rosa Parks, I can't tell you how Rosa Parks died. But I can tell you how she lived her life. I look up to that woman. It's a woman that said, I will not get to the back of the bus. Again, I don't know how Margaret Thatcher died. But here's a powerful woman. Her and Ronald Reagan basically brought the Soviet empire down. But yet at her at her funeral, very few were there. I don't think we sent a congregation or a delegation from America. Because the world had moved on. And so it's interesting, the way you live your life is the way you'll be remembered. But one thing I want to do is compare two things. You know, the eulogy is a celebration of someone's life. You know, over the last uh, year, uh, I lost my nephew. I lost my, uh, my father. Uh, I lost a, a, a niece. Um, and my mom is dying. And so I had to eulogize my father, who that was very hard, because my father had a tough life. He was a, um, an abusive man, did a lot of pain, caused a lot of harm. But who he was in his older life was a lot different than who he was in his younger life. And so I had to focus on my dad's positives, on the celebration of his life. Even though he was in a room full of people when I was eulogizing him, with people who he'd done a lot of pain and a lot of hurt to. But it was truly a celebration of his life and the good qualities. And there were many. And that, in a way, is very much like our mission statement. You know, a mission statement is the best possible you, written today as if it's true, but it's not. It's the best possible you way out there in the future, but written today as if it's true. And your mission statement and the eulogy are very similar. Because the eulogy is a focus on the best part of someone's life just like the mission statement. One's done in the one's done in the rears and one's done at the beginning. And I'm gonna suggest to you, if you truly want to live your life like it matters, if you truly want to be remembered as that powerful individual who lived a significant life, then the time is now to plan it. It doesn't happen by chance. It happens by creating who you are and why you're here on Like It Matters Radio. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Dallas, Texas, October 11th through the 13th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants only commitment. 
Back for its 12th season, the City of Egan brings you Egan Market Fest. With over 60 vendors, a large assortment of fruits, vegetables, artisan products, and more. This is not your run-of-the-mill farmer's market. With live music and art projects, it's fun for the whole family, 3 to 7 on Wednesdays in September. So bring your shopping bag and support local businesses at Egan Central Park Festival Grounds in Rotary Bandshell. Visit cityofegan.com slash marketfest for more details. Need special boots or shoes for a new job, but you don't know where to start? Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit. A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you. We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots. We've been fitting people for over 70 years. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and Edwin Ring Stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been Chats. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan dot org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about the way you live your life is the way you'll be remembered. And this is, again, one of those radio shows you want to listen to more than once or at least listen to the whole thing. So if you miss any of this radio show, just go to likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, probably an hour from now, you will be able to hear this, uh, this, this message on our website. And by the way, if you're listening to iHeartRadio or if you're listening in Minneapolis-St. Paul area, uh, this same show replays from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. It plays twice a day, uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then replays 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're in the St. Louis community, you can listen tonight from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 a.m., the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Uh, And you can also go to iTunes, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, and there they will send you in your little basket our radio show in podcast form. And so feel free to do that and like us on Facebook. Today, we are remembering what took place over this last week. Last week, we lost uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, We lost John McCain. Uh, And all week into the weekend, uh, it was really about eulogizing, eulogizing John McCain and eulogizing Aretha Franklin. Boy, what an uproar. Shows you the division in this country. You know, there's a good book out there that says, Without a vision, people perish. But might I suggest that with division, people kill each other, even at funerals. Nothing sacred anymore. So this is from the L.A. Times. What the funerals of John McCain and Aretha Franklin tell us about ourselves. And by the way, this lady who wrote it, uh, Robin uh, 
Abkarian wrote it at 3 o'clock in the morning. Very negative, bitter person. I'm going to read her article as it is, but boy, she's really mean and opinionated. And it does, yeah, it's, it's a shame. We're supposed to be celebrating people's lives, and this whole thing is bitter. It says, funerals for, the, for two of this country's most remarkable citizens took place over the long Labor Day weekend. The spectacles, and I mean that in the best sense of the word, showcase the beauty and ugliness of our country at this uniquely messy moment in American history. Arizona Senator John McCain, the 81-year-old maverick, was buried in Annapolis, Maryland, on Sunday after service in Washington on Saturday. That was both a celebration of his life and, here we go, an unchoreographed repudiation of its most uninvited guest. On Friday in Detroit, Aretha Franklin, the 76-year-old Queen of Soul, was laid to rest after a homegoing that lasted uh, eight hours. Her memorial featured mind-blowing musical performances honored but never eclipsed the sublime singer herself. Oblique digs at President Trump and a racist joke at the expense of Ariana Grande made by a male pastor who also appeared to grope the young star's breast. Why should funerals be immune to the kinds of disagreements, controversies, and plays? Displays of male privilege we have come to expect in every other part of life. Uh, wow. Last year when McCain learned he was terminally ill with uh, glioblastoma, a lethal form of brain cancer, he said about planning his funeral, he would prove to be as pesky in death as he was in life. Former George uh, Presidents Obama and George W. Bush, who had both thwarted his quest for the presidency, would eulogize him. But President Trump who had insulted the ideal that McCain valued most, a service to the country was not to be invited. I'm not going to read any more. But the, the article is very negative. Attacking men, attacking Trump, attacking. And it's like, wow. Wow. It used to be that a funeral was a celebration of someone's life, a eulogy. And now it's let's trash the person that they dislike the most. I mean, I'm stunned that John McCain was uh, treated like a hero. I love John McCain. I think he's great. I, I supported him. I, I was head of the college Republicans for years. I know that's going to turn some of you off. Sorry. But loved him. But I'll tell you what, he became really bitter and angry in the last at the end. And I guarantee you, if he was a, a proponent of Trump, if he was a friend of the president, uh, there would have not been all this outcry. When I was talking to my wife uh, on Sunday, Saturday when I was listening to all these great accolades for John McCain, I said, you know what we should have done? John McCain should have ran for president. Man, as incredible as people love him, he should have ran for president. And she laughed when he goes, I thought he did run for president. I go, I'm being facetious. He did run for president. And half of those people up there telling everybody what a god he was trashed him, told him he was a neo-Nazi, he wanted to throw black people out, wanted to kill children. See, this is what I'm talking about at some point. We've got to live our lives and die the same way. We've got to live with the, the values that we hold dear, no matter what other people are doing. And there's a thing I do in my training where we, we, we take the eulogy, where we have someone go to the very end of their life. And the reason we do it, but when you look at your life from the end view, it looks different. See, a lot of us think we're going to live forever. A lot of us think that other people die that things go on as they've always gone on, that we're going to live to be 90, 100, 200, and we're only 30, we're only 40. Why do you think young people don't take care of themselves as a general rule, and then when we hit our 40s and 50s, now all of a sudden we want to start taking care of ourselves? Why? Because as time winds down, we realize how important all these things are. So what I do is I take people to the very end. Because we look at our life from the grave, 
when we look at our life from the end, then we look at it a little bit different. And Dr. Covey, you had seven habits of highly effective people. One of them was to begin with the end in mind. And your mission statement, if you think about it, is the best possible you, way out in the future. But it's written as if it were true today. And your mission statement consists of three things. It's who you are. It's what you do. And it's the quality in which you do it. Think about it. It's who you are. It's what you do. And the quality in which you do it. And in essence, if you think about it, a properly done eulogy is the same thing in retrospect. It's who you were. It's what you did. It's the quality in which you do it or which you did it. That's why the two are very similar. And so Dr. Covey used to talk about beginning with the end of mind. And when I said there's basically three steps to become your dream, and I use this when I help people really get emotionally involved in their life because the problem with most people today, I've got to be honest with you, is they're not emotionally involved with their lives. And here's the problem. If me, Scott Black, is not emotionally involved with my life, then who can be? If me, Scott Black, as a father, is not emotionally involved with his life, then do I give my children permission to be emotionally involved with my life? If me, Scott Black, as a teacher, as an instructor, as a coach, as a master trainer, is not emotionally involved with his life, then how do I give permission for other people? Remember, leadership's a loop. It's flexing your pecs. It's permission. It's example. And it's the culture that everything else comes from. It's the soil. And so you got to get this. In order to get emotionally involved with your life, you've got to see it from the end view. You've got to see it when it's over because that's when people are ready to live their life like a matter. You know when most people are ready to fix their marriage? When one person says they're done. You know when most people are ready to live their life like it matters when they find out they're dying. You know when most people are ready to be the parent they're supposed to be when they go through a divorce or they lose a child or a child comes with sickness. But see, then it becomes too late. When you find out you have inoperable brain cancer, it's too late to change. Over the process of your 80 years, you were supposed to get bitter. I mean better, not bitter. But how many times you see it, people at their oldest of age, they become very bitter, very resentful. And you can tell that where people are living is in the past. There are three R's to survival, regret, resent, and resist. And whenever you get people living with regret, living with resent, and living to resist everything, especially those things that are good for them, you know exactly where they're living. They're living in the past. And the reason I love the mission statement is because it's the antithesis of that. Your mission statement, by definition, the de definition I gave you, is about living your life in a future focus, with a future focus. Because remember, your mission statement is the best possible you way out there, but written as if it's true today. And so that's why you got to know there are three steps to becoming your dreams. If you truly want to live your life in a way that honors who you are, then you got to begin with your death. You got to begin with how you want to be remembered. When this whole thing is wrapped up and your life is being eulogized, what do you want said about you when you're no longer here? That's your starting point. And that's why I say that there are three steps to become your dreams. Want it, create it, live it.
One, it's about desire. Don't you get emotional involved? I just said, if you can't be emotionally involved with your life, who can be? One, it's about desire. It's about being creatively discontent. It's about being stirred up. You want to be better. You want to do more. You want to be a better father, a better wife, a better husband, a better leader, a better sister, whatever it is. And then once you know what you want, you're, you're, you got some desire, you're creatively discontent, you're stirred up, then you do the second thing, you create it. You begin with the end in mind. That's what Covey said. And for those of us that are over 40 years and our eyes aren't as good as they used to be, you know it's distance and light. And so in order to see something well, you got to get up close to it. And so since your, eulogy, your mission statement is the best possible you way out in the future but written as if it's true today, then you must begin with the end in mind. You must project yourself in the future and you act as if. You act as if you accomplish your mission. You're there with the best possible you. What is the best possible you look like? What is the best possible you sound like? What is the best possible you feel like? What is the best possible you? How do they show up at meetings? Or when things don't go well, how does the best possible you show up? And then you come back to the future and you live it. You work the plan. You walk the talk. The definition of power is action. Action equals power. Power equals action. Again, going back to book Tuesdays with Maury, when you learn how to die, you learn how to live. And that's why if you truly want to live your life like it matters, then you first start with the end and you ask yourself this question. When I take my last breath, when those people that I impacted, that I shared my life with, stand on that altar to deliver my eulogy, how do I want to be remembered? What do I want said about me when I'm no longer on this planet? If you truly want to live your life like it matters, you begin with the end in mind. When I the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 1st through the 3rd. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. 
Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your right radio life caddy, Mr. Black. And again, this is a radio show you're going to want to listen to the whole way through. So if you missed it, just go to likeitmattersradio.com, or you can go to iHeart from 5 to 6 p.m. today, Central Standard Time, and you can listen to this radio show again. All you got to do is query Wellness Radio 1570, and there you will find us because of our connection to the great station there in Minneapolis. And today we're talking about the way you live your life is the way you'll be remembered. Over the weekend, uh, Aretha Franklin was eulogized, and I got this from this morning's newspaper, AP Exclusive. Franklin's family says now eulogy was offensive. So the lady, uh, Aretha Franklin's family said Monday that it found an Atlanta pastor's eulogy delivered at the Queen of Souls funeral last week to be offensive and distasteful. The eulogist, the Reverend Jasper Williams Jr., was criticized for political address that described children being in a home without a father as abortion after birth and said black lives do not matter unless black lives stop killing each other. Franklin's funeral was on Friday. He spoke for 50 minutes and at no time did he properly eulogize her, said Vaughn Franklin, the late singer's nephew, who said he was delivering a statement for the family. Franklin said that his aunt never asked Williams to eulogize her since she didn't talk about plans for her own funeral. The family selected Williams because he had, he had spoken at other family memorials in the past, most prominently at the funeral for Franklin's father, minister and civil rights activist C.L. Franklin, 34 years ago. Williams has not backed down from anything he said at the funeral and said he respects the family's opinion. I understand it, he said. I regret it, but I'm sorry they feel that way. Besides a social media uproar, Williams heard resistance at the funeral itself. Singer Stevie Wonder yelled out, Black Lives Matter, after the pastor said no. Black lives do not matter during eulogy. Williams had minimized the Black Lives Matter movement because black-on-black crime. Black lives must not matter until black people start respecting black lives and stop killing ourselves. You know what this pastor did, what this minister did? He wanted to impact those living. But remember, a eulogy should be who the person was, what they did, and the quality in which they did it. But it is interesting because this gentleman wanted to make a statement about what's going on in the black community. Uh, And that was not the time. There's a time and a place for everything. And what they're saying, that was not the time and place for it. 
I'll be honest with you, listen to stuff, and these are a lot of things that people are saying. He wanted to be truthful with the black community instead of playing victim, but that was not the right time. That was not the appropriate time. That's why we must know what time it is. And we got to know how life works. You know, if you truly want to be remembered the way you want to be remembered, then you need to live your life consciously. That's the power of mission statements, to know who you are, to know why you're here, to know where you're going, to know whose you are. Those existential questions are, per, are, are so important. And we get so wrapped up today in the hate and the vitriol. Want to destroy a guy who sits in the White House because you don't like him or because you've been told to hate him or because you've been told he's this or he's that. We're being played, people. Who cares who Donald Trump is? When you die and you're at your funeral, is it really going to be about him or is it going to be about your kids? Is it going to be about the impact? Is it going to be about your relationship with God? Who cares at your funeral what Stevie Wonder said or didn't say? Who cares at your funeral who was present or who wasn't present? Is that really where we've got life? Or do you want to live your life in such a way that your kids get the father or mother they deserve? That your company uh, got the, the team member they deserve? That God used you for his glory and for other people's good? Do you want that? Or do you want to be political? Do you want that? See, that's where you got to know. And so you got to begin with the end in mind. How do you want to be remembered? I'm going to challenge each of you this week to write out your own eulogy. Yep, that's what I said. To begin with the end of mine and to do this. If you were the George Bernard Shaw, you could have been. You know what I'm talking about, right? George Bernard Shaw was a famous writer. Near the end of his life, uh, he was with a group of reporters. And he was asked a question by one of the reporters. He said, uh, yeah, George, yeah. If you could live your life all over again, knowing what you know now, but this time you could pick to be anybody you want to be, but you're going to go back and live your life all over again, but this time you get to be anybody you want to be. If you could live your life all over again and be anybody you want to be, who would, who would you be? And he thought about it for a moment. He said, you know what? If I could live my life all over again and I could be anybody I wanted to be, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And what he was talking about living to all his potential, without the fear, without the doubt, without the limiting belief systems, without carrying the chains of pain, by having forgiveness and forgetting, like a good defensive back in the NFL, have short-term memory, to forgive you your mistakes, to forgive those loves or mistakes, to not keep a record of wrong, to not keep your pound of flesh, to have short-term memory loss. I always say if we can get amnesia every other year, there would be no divorce, Right? There wouldn't be all this strife, all this hatred, all this bitterness, because we live in a time of the pound of flesh. We live in a time where we carry our record of wrong. And boy, for those of you that supposedly follow the God of the Bible, you might want to check that, because God said pretty clearly that the way you hold other people, the measure that you use for other people, is exactly the same measure he will use towards you. we got to remember this. So critical, so important. And so we got to realize that there are patterns that have been put in place. And unless we change those patterns, we're going to wind up on autopilot. Because remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. That's why you got to get emotionally involved with your life. If you're not emotionally involved with your life, you could just go on autopilot. Just put your head down and just go through the motions. Check boxes. Give 60, 70, 80% because we are made to function a high level on autopilot. 
And so you got to begin with the end of mind. I'll do it this way. If you were to die, and I didn't know you at all, and I'd go up to your best friend, the person that knew you best in life, and I asked them to give me five words to describe you, what would you want those five words to be? And I hope one of them's not Trump anything. And I hope one of them's not Stevie Wonder or, or Hillary Clinton. I don't think those would be the five words. I don't think the five words would be Republican or Democrat. I don't think the five words would be resistance or not. I think it would be more like love. You know what my words are? I get ten words to describe the best possible me. You ready? Fire, contribution, significance, empathic, passion, enthusiasm, humble, meek, sacrificial, life is Christ's. Those are my, those are my, those are my ten words. There's no politics there. There's no party affiliation. There's no hatred. There's no bitterness. There's no animosity. There's a lot of people in this world that don't like me. Lots of people. I'm an easy person not to like. That's their problem. That's between them and God, not between me and God. Some of us need to get this. For my wife, Val, you know what her ten words are? Loving, humorous, wise, thoughtful, caring, energetic, honest, God-fearing, encourager, and engaging. I got this from Phil Evans. People will probably forget what you said, and they'll possibly forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Either a good or bad word from someone will stay with you for a long time, but how they made you feel in what they said will stay with you forever. Of course, there's two sides of this principle, as there is for most things in life, both equally important. One aspect is the negative destructive one. If we drive a nail into something or a knife into someone, whether virtual or real, even when we remove them, the resulting damage or scar remains forever. That's why they say the only man-made things in heaven will be the scars on Jesus' body. That's powerful. The only scar, uh, the only man-made things in heaven will be the scars on Jesus' body. That's so powerful. The other aspect of this principle, the one we should really focus on, is the power of encouragement. The power of uplifting words or actions to another individual, a group of people, it is almost impossible to measure, but the results will be sustainable if the words or actions are used consistently. Think about that. It's a great way to achieve good things is to have positive self-talk to ourselves, but think about this when we share it with others. Just one little chunk of encouragement from someone else is usually far more uplifting by a factor of 10, and that affects longer and lasting in our lives. So ladies and gentlemen, we, we got to live a conscious life. And the way you live a life that honors who you were and what you did is you do it consciously. I mean, we look at how Aretha Franklin died. She had a lot of impact with her music. You had John McCain died. He had a lot of impact what he did in government. But I'm going to tell you right now, you don't need to be a famous singer. You don't need to be a politician. What you need to do is begin with the end of mind. How do you want to be remembered? When you're no longer on this planet, what do you want said about you? How do you want people to remember you? Go to likeitmatters.net. Reach out to me. Email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Let me help you live your life like it matters because it does. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you 
When you live your life like it matters, it does. From claim director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. Each of us have special dreams if money is no issue. What's your dream? Extra income each month will allow you to do what you want when you want. Freedom of time and money are powerful. Invest in you at Online Trading Academy by calling now for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.